Do you know what your partner's up to when you're away and they're all alone? No, what? They're listening to the Screw Podcast, of course. What's that? Mm, sit back, relax, and listen. And you're all gasmatics. You're all gasmatics. Sneaking in the back door with Teddy Maxine. So your mother wants to know what all the stains on the jeans. And you're all gasmatics. Thanks for tuning in to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and Ava. <sighs> We're back for another warm and wet wild thursday <laughs> i was gonna say wednesday and then i was like it's I, thursday. I always like enjoy and maybe this is the fun part like for like co-hosts of like a podcast or whatever to like i enjoy like discovering what the intro like what you're gonna say because it's new to me as it's new to everybody else. yeah me too well i don't know what i'm gonna say until the words fall out of my face so <laughs> Usually I'm unprepared. I always forget that after the clap, we will begin. <laughs> so I immediately forget everything yeah. that's, that I'm supposed to say. And I just start speaking out of my ass. So that's essentially the, the formula. I love it. If you were wondering how I get to the intro I every time. It. I mean, it shows that <laughs> intro. you wait to be inspired. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's more like I wait until the last minute. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, it's so listeners should know we really are bringing you the most organic, like, experience possible. Unplanned, unrehearsed, but inspired. Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. (laughs) Unimpressive? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> Just as long as you're impressed. I knew you were gonna say that. You're like, oh hell no, no. No, I'm probably gonna have to pee in this bottle in a second because like <laughs> the oh bathroom God. is so far around. Because we've been doing this for an hour. Yeah, and and, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna need to do a quick podcast this week, but that's okay because people like it quick and dirty. I think they that? do. I think they do. I think yeah. so. So my first question is, have you heard about the jerk-off booths inside of the city? And have you ever used one? And what is it like? In New York City? Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. I mean, I've, I've jerk used jerk-off booths? booths all... I don't mean... I, I And I don't mean at, like, a, a sex place. Like, I don't mean... Like, aren't there jerk-off booths now? Oh, thing? I, I mean, it might be. I mean, there's glory hole booths and, like, video booths. No, not that. Right, I don't mean those. I don't mean, like, the official spaces that have been there. Oh, did they finally open? Video. I had heard about jerk-off booths coming, possibly. <laughs> All puns intended. Right. Coming to our <laughs> neighborhood. But, but I hadn't, like, I, I didn't know one way or another if they had been, quote-unquote, installed. So. Let me... You give it a little Google because I thought they had opened, but I figured you would know. Even yeah, I, I mean, and I have know. to say, I mean, they should just come up with some straight up sex booths because, like, you know, <laughs> I like be discovering, like, with so much time, like, at school with my partner, what we really are missing is, like, a half an hour place to go to fuck and then, like, get back to work. Um, you know, because, like, you know, it's 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 tough when when you have a lot of shit going on to make time for sex. <laughs> it's tough. 
I missed what you said. You you cut out, and I don't. Want oh, to I just was like, I was minutes? saying, you know, jerk off boost would be great, but like boost that I could have sex with my partners and like while I'm in the middle of a busy day would be convenient as well. Like having to run home for a nooner sure. uh, in today's world seems like really impract- impractical. Uh, <laughs> so did they open? What did you find out? Yeah. I- no, that, it was just a just a dream. Was, some of them had. <laughs> I don't. It I, maybe it was just a dream. I really thought I saw something recently about them either having opened or going to open. So I, I'm wrong, and I feel very misled by my own brain and/or the dream I had. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there seems to be this. Uh, well, anyways, how have you been? <laughs> I mean. Look, no shame here. Like, I like, like, glory hole booths and sex booths and, like, bathhouses and back alleys, wherever, like, one can get your kicks as long as you're safe (laughs) and, like, not about to get arrested. Like, I'm down. I think it's good. Like, you know. Um, But, like, you know, it. And everybody is consenting. Absolutely. Like, if you're watching, I don't want it to be. Like, you need to be consenting to watching. It can't just be, right. like... Right, Oh, yeah. Everything you know, has to... Uh, public this, space that nobody This gave is a perfect segue. So, like, I actually just got out of the sexual harassment training thing at the university for grad students. And it was this very interesting, like... I've never seen, like, this particular method done, but it was very conversational. And it was on Zoom, you know? Everybody's still mindful of, like, whatever. And it actually allowed for... I don't know, this is kind of sound weird, but it was, like, more interactive given... And everybody was allowed to, like, didn't have to show their faces, didn't actually have to say anything out loud. If they wanted to, they could, like, respond in the chat. It was set up to be very... Also very conscious, like, of individuals who have, like, been through some sort of, like, sexual violence situation and basically, like, said right from the get-go that you don't have to participate in this. Like, reach out to us. Like, you know, and and if, if there's any scenes or any conversation or any point in any of these slides or videos we show that make you uncomfortable, feel free. You don't have to tell us. You know, you don't have to show yourself on camera, so just feel free to get up and leave and check back in. Like, it was the most, like, kind of, like, conscious of, like, multiple things like they went through this really cool slideshow um and one of the scenes was like all the kind of things you know a person could do to you know help protect themselves against like unwanted sexual violence and it was like and they were all you know kind of things like the the fingernail polish that changes color if you dip it in a drink so you can make sure that your drink hasn't been like roofied um they had like you know mace and like all these things but they were all engendered towards women and the instructor like kind of stopped and said you know so what are some things we see about these particular like things and you know i definitely was like well it's you know, kind of erases the fact that men can be, like, you know, victims of sexual violence as well. And she said, absolutely. You know, so it was a broader conversation. And I love that she said, you know, while these things may be things that we all need and may protect us, like, the larger conversation is, you know, this is a global problem. So, uh, you know, as 
people who are here doing this training, like I encourage you, you know, if, if you want to get involved in like changing the whole like world attitude around sexual violence and like non-consent. It was just <laughs> probably the most incredibly woke sexual harassment training I've ever been through. And I've been through many, many, many over the years of like corporate, like computer-based training that don't involve any human beings, sure, no yeah. like human instruction, no kind of like engagement really in the material well what about the ones that show like videos of actual like assaults essentially happening on camera and well i know that a lot of it like some of the videos i had seen are like very campy like the newer ones are like intense they showed us a minute one that was pretty like nothing you know and she warned us too just so you know the, the video just involves a kiss you know there's there's nothing there's no other like you know sexual violence occurring in the video other than like a lot of sexually violent conversation in the sense somebody not taking no for an answer and continuing like but like how many how many uh not classes how many of those courses or whatever have we had to sit through for like a corporation where they did not say anything about if this is triggering or if you've been a victim or if you have you know like we've never you've never been given the option to like tap out that's not a thing it's just assumed that you like like it, it like hello out of all the topics in the world to be able to like need consent to be a part of this is right. the one like what uh, the fuck I yeah never of that. And, and and i think that 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 was you know that's ultimately you've like nailed it just right like that's what stood out for me about it is that i've never mm. you know and just so much like conversation about gender inclusivity and and in in the conversation you know that you know this happens to trans this happens to you know men women like the whole you know gamut and i think that like most of the corporate videos i've seen it's like for the most part and they've gotten a little bit better in recent years ish like with like a little token like male being harassed in a very like benign way in the lunchroom kind of thing like oh stan's got a nice butt uh, and we recognize this as what kind of you know sure. and that's cool and all but like let's really have the conversation to leverage like that harassment is about power and and you know that this power like knows no no race creed or gender you know like let's let's you know talk about it in a real way so that was well and there's third party power plays there Absolutely. too like third party sexual harassment or harassment in general is a thing some people get off on just being like heard by unconsenting party not non-consenting parties right, right? like uh also there's like being a witness to harassment that you didn't ask to be a witness to you know what i mean and like that's that's what i was talking about as far as like it's important that if you're gonna go be an exhibitionist you make sure that it's yeah parties, oh, right? it, there is a thrill with being watched by strangers i get it but there's ways to go about that in a way where yes they're all strangers but they all gave consent to yeah watching, right so and I, I really liked i I think that's really I really like that can the consent discussion that they did have and they came like equipped with like you know a lot of really good statistics about you know trans and other LGBT people getting like you know harassed and like at higher rates you know and like just there there was a lot of data like filtering rather than these like kind of like vague notions of yeah sexual harassment happens to who uh you know 
whoever. <laughs> like corporate training is like right, training. Right. It can happen, it can happen to, to anyone, anyone but okay, they but don't like, tell you kind of how or who, you know, it's like, so, I mean, I, I did find this very, very informative. And I, and I do think like, you know, you're seeing all this stuff, like the, um, the music artist who's like, you know, saying, you know, that Graham president of the Grammys did some Cosby-esque stuff to her. <laughs> And, like, you know, I'm, like, reading this news, and I'm, like, this is always going to be a windfall. The Me Too of, like, harassment, like, they haven't even begun to dig into, like, corporate America and all the power dynamics and everyday, like, office work and business. Like, there is an avalanche yet to come. Yes, the music industry. Yes, the movie industry. Yes, every fucking industry because right. we don't have a culture of consent nobody barely knows what that means they think it's some respectability politic nonsense and it's not <laughs> it's not pc culture it's human culture <laughs> it's human it's culture, culture what a way to put it but it's true yeah yeah we have a we have a consent issue in this we do country. and and i liked that that was really i can't think like other than like the conversation of consent around like like kind of unwanted like come-ons and stuff sexual harassment training is usually pretty like limited on how they want to talk about that and i saw it as like this is a great opportunity where they have like decided that they are going to talk to every single student and faculty on this university about the idea of consent like what a great opportunity to have like you know, a much larger audience. I mean, think about, like, Canvas is, like, 30,000 people. <laughs> like, sure. that's that's amazing if you can, like, impart even, like, a whispering of this information in that many people's ears, you know? Like, what? hopefully that Absolutely. will, like, you know, extend out exponentially and all that. Well, that's good. It's good to hear that there are places that are trying to make a genuine effort. Yeah. To, like, not only teach consent and, like, train on consent, but also, like, get consent mm-hmm. for those things. <laughs> it's important to ask people if they want to be a part of a conversation that could be triggering to them for things that yeah. have happened I mean, to them in the past, right? I, I thought it was very interesting, too. Like, you know, she was very... Um, like expressive about the idea that like sexual violence isn't just like rape or it it is but it also right. includes all these other kind of like forms of behavior that you know she's like I've experienced sexual violence giving this course of from men and and and, and women says. who don't want to hear particular things about this that I'm saying and I you know and I get that you know like and I you know and she was very like punk presenting so I imagine that was like difficult for her <laughs> in like some of this world too like people have a lot of preconceived notions about you know who we get to pay attention to based on how they look and how they behave you know um and that's unfortunate but yeah so i mean i know it's like kind of but like at the same time you know i always want to to balance like (laughs) we're like open sexuality and pleasure-based kind of like thought with like well what does that mean and and how do you do that respectfully in the world and like you know the the consent conversation is never going to be old and should never get old <laughs> i'm yawning right now but not because it's a boring <laughs> conversation it's okay 
just because I'm tired. I, I had an alarm set those morning, so just in Damn. case anybody heard the yawn in the background, that was just me dying. It's not it's not because I'm bored. Like this conversation is actually very important to me and I think more people need to understand or not understand. More people need to just have more knowledge imparted regarding consent. I totally so, hopefully it gets into the right people's ears and eyes. I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Um, you know, and I feel like it will eventually, you know, and, um, you know, at least the conversation is most definitely happening more often than it did when like we were in college, yeah. <laughs> like the first time around or for me, like the 300th yeah. time around, but like, <laughs> yeah. Like consent is super yeah. sexy. Yeah, I mean, like, well, first of all, it's it's a non-negotiable, but it's also like very, very sexy. Like, there's something about somebody giving you permission that is like so well, hot. Like explicit yeah, permission, no. not just like, oh yeah, like, like uh, yeah, yeah. No, like yes. Right. Well, this was. You to do this I mean, thing. I love that oh. she said one of the things she said was that consent should feel like in its response fuck yeah let's do this <laughs> and i was like holy shit all right <laughs> like what a good way to describe it like you know she's like you like it should be a consent that feels excited and you should be getting consent for all aspects of what you're doing and we've talked about that a lot of time like don't like maybe like don't get hung up on it so much in language as in like this is your opportunity to like clearly get your needs met and meet the needs of somebody else in an intimate way so let's make sure you're both on board for everything you're about to do and not even just in the not even just in sexual scenarios there's you know i see tons of people you know especially cis women i see a lot of cis women like slapping the asses of you know hot dudes that they don't Uh know or like a bartender or like you know, they think because they, they're not seen as a threat the way that men are seen, because, you know, obviously we understand the imbalance of power yeah. there, but because they don't see, because they're on the other side of that imbalance of power, they think that they can't actually be a threat. And I'm like, no, you absolutely can. And you absolutely need consent for even like what seems like the most innocent thing in the world. You know, this isn't the nineties anymore or the eighties where you're like going to Chippendales and you're allowed to like break the rules of touching the dancers. We don't do this anymore. This is not appropriate. This is called sexual harassment. You need consent to touch people. And it doesn't matter that just because you're less of a threat than if they did it to you, that that still doesn't make it And and like threats are not just like about physicality. Like there is like most definitely emotional threat and like, you know, people surprisingly, like, I mean, we aren't aware, you know, always when we're doing something that, like, you know, kind of violates on that level. And I think, you know, the the best right. way to do that is start grounding things and, like, and understanding that everything we're doing with anybody is something that they want to do and something that we want to do. You know, it was very interesting to hear them say, you know, it's not always about somebody else. It's also about you yourself learning how to say no or yes, like giving real consent, not pressured consent, not passive consent. And I think that, you know, that is important, but it is a little bit harder to like, you know, kind of deprogram, right? Because we are, like, we do live in the world where, like, sometimes social pressure to be nice. She used this great example of, like, so let's say somebody 
it was really like foul smelling <laughs> wants to sit next to you. <laughs> like you feel obligated maybe to say yes because that was like your upbringing or whatever, but like perhaps them sitting next to you would make you very uncomfortable or make you whatever. There are all sorts of ways to say and ask for space, you know, like, but we don't, we're, we don't learn how to ask for space very well. We're like mostly like, I, yeah, like I would, I don't even know what I would do. Right. And that was like a lot of, and like, oh, you have a lot of options. You can say, yeah, sure, go ahead, sit here, but I'm going to, like, I'm going to go over there because, like, I was just, you know, I'm looking for space to myself. Or, like, you don't actually even have to explain it. You can say no. You can say, I'm, I, I, chose this space for a reason or you can say I'm waiting for someone like you know she did say like feel free to bullshit it's nobody's business why you want to be by yourself like that's your prerogative (laughs) and like you know but that is definitely got to be it's it's a harder thing to like absorb and understanding sometimes so and totally get it um yeah well and we never uh, well not we never there's plenty of people that would be like no you smell bad but (laughs) for like the majority of people that are nervous to be so blunt you know i think that it is good to understand that you don't have to explain yourself to people nobody you don't owe an explanation if it's not affecting them you don't owe them an explanation right as far as like if you know there's a hundred seats in the room you don't have to sit next to me and i don't need to tell you why you don't have to sit next to me so i i i mean i get like physically overwhelmed easily so like i've often used that as an excuse to kind of need alone like i totally get that you know like if people are like oh come come sit over here with me i'll be like uh i just need to like not have human energy around me because sometimes my own anxiety is through the roof. So that's, that's good. You know, it's good to remind yourself. You don't always need a reason. It's okay to advocate for yourself without making excuses. Right. Like it's, it's nobody's business. Why your answer is an answer that you just explained. Exactly. Um, so I know it's like a really weird like segue, but like I wanted to mention as like a follow up to our <laughs> last conversation that I have since seen kids hurt getting hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a wonderful! Oh my god, up. it's like such a strange thing. Like and, and like it has like six million followers, right? So people be yeah. fucking twisted out there <laughs> like, but like one gets like no. i i just i see it and i'm like oh my god why is it so funny because like on one one sense i'll tell you why i found it funny because in the last several years since social media has happened there has been a plethora of people like over sharing their children on the internet in these yes. either like braggy ways, look at me, I'm living the all American heteronormative dream, or whatever. I don't care. You all got some weird fucking relationships with your kids. Stop parading them on the fucking internet. Um, and okay. like, and, and I mean this very seriously. I'm not just being ha ha. Like, it's fucking twisted. Like, no. you know, anybody has access to the internet. And like, if you are really serious about keeping your kids safe, maybe put down the fucking camera and keep them from fucking like destroying themselves on a bicycle or what the nine million ways these kids get hurt. But like, right. I think my instinct is to laugh because it's like, I bet you thought you were going to post this as one cute as fuck video 
of 900 million others that you have posted of that said child only to have them like be completely like destroyed <laughs> it's pretty funny um well <laughs> and also out of all of the content out there it's like the one type of content where because it's like it's not curated it's not you know aimed toward an audience it's accidental and it's funny because like we're not supposed to be entertained by you know innocent children hurting themselves but it's funny because first of all we're only watching the video because we know nothing happened to them like nothing horrible happened otherwise it would not yeah these aren't like like... okay that's step one so we know from the get-go we're not going to watch a tragedy so it allows us to let down our guard in terms of being yeah. upset or nervous it's not a video. snuff film page Instead, we yeah. can truly enjoy it you know we can enjoy the fact that little timmy went head you know ass over tail or i love that it's always little timmy <laughs> going down the fucking hill right. it's hilarious because you know a lot of times because kids honestly kids are so resilient they don't even feel hurt they start to cry because they're usually embarrassed that's true or they're you know or the reaction of the mom teaches them to be upset or the reaction right. of the parent or somebody around them somebody goes oh, and then the kid realizes like oh this is supposed to hurt or like, yeah make me right. upset. so then they start oh to God. cry that's that happens a yeah lot. and it's not until that that the kid or and sometimes you see you know the parent or guardian or whatever reacting in a way that is just right. neutral they're just like oh oh no you know are you uh-huh. okay and instead of being like oh, and, and those kids typically are like oh, yeah okay and they like kind of just keep going and not all the time because you know sometimes it does hurt but i don't know i you're right there's so many there's so much shit online for pedophiles to like eat up and i i feel like the one side of the internet that they're not going to is like no true true i mean no and i i didn't even like yes that's another aspect but i actually even mean oh that's the that's the number one aspect i mean i just i mean i mean on like multiple levels like you know we we have like just degrading like um, like privacy in this country in general but like you know what is your motivation exactly like it's either for bragging or it's for influence it's money it's what yeah Yeah. it's money the some of the biggest money maker influencers are like the mom youtubers and there's been i think two so far that have been like put sent to prison for like mistreating i'm just gonna remember everybody how they felt about the whole jean benet ramsey situation and just like keep like thinking about that or like what the world like like created with the honey boo boo like stuff and like just like think (laughs) about and i i don't mean this disparaging to the children themselves like they were exploited like nonstop and like we're opened up to all sorts of like emotional script like imagine like your friends forever are going to be able to see videos that are private home videos of you like and your enemies like not even just about like 
pedophiles and fucking like criminals like fuck man you have like completely taken your children's consent away from like being all over the fucking internet like again consent right your kid can't consent to this and children can't consent exactly so therefore there ah. should be absolutely no conversation see happened. what a good yeah. full circle so conversation there. see what I'm saying <laughs> they yeah. are totally about to kick me out of this booth so um Okay, well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another week of The Screw. We're sorry we had to cut this one short, but that's okay. We'll be back you next know. week. Or, no, I'm sorry. Whenever. Two weeks, because we're a bi-weekly show. <laughs> we'll be back when we want to be back. got that right. <laughs> yeah, follow us online at The Screw NYC, at People's Tramp, at A Love Dirty. We love you. We want you to come back for more and tell us what you want to listen to us talking Hi. about. Because... We could always use suggestions. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Consent is sexy. Bye.